You know what I love? I'm going to tell you what I love in a song. Well, there's a new thing going round. People sleeping on the ground. Throwing the tools away. Using rocks and sticks. We're hanging a sheet to keep our brain. Nothing to eat. Living in pain. And if it's fun to do, then we're not doing it. And that's called camping. Let's go back to Mothership Connection, your place for peppers and lepers. Um, Jesus wasn't afraid of lepers. Why should you be? Um, but hey, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the last episode I did on Project Bluebeam. Um, I don't know. But yeah, so I'm coming at you live here from uh, the Vesuvio's parking lot down there in Manaka, um, you know, Beaver County, where the girls are, are hot, don't you know? Beaver County girls got that oom ching ching. Baby County girls got that oom ching ching. Beaver County girls got that oom ching ching. I love Beaver County girls. Um, but one thing I did notice when I'm sitting here, I was waiting for my food to be ready. I got a small pizza from Vesuvio's as I was down here at the uh, the Target in Manaka. Um, you know, sauntering around, just poking around. We're doing a little uh, poking. Um, there's one of those stupid-ass crumble cookie stores. Um, it says it's open till midnight. Why the fuck is the cookie store open till midnight? And also, why are people paying like $50 for like three cookies from that place? And it's like, oh, their cookies are good. <laughs> why are like cookies aren't that good? Especially like, why would you pay that much money for fucking cookies? You know? And why is it like, honestly, a serious question. And it, why is the cookie store open till fucking midnight? That, that's basically saying, like, please come rob us. There's, like, four little fucking fat girls in there working. Um, high school, like, age fat girls in there working. Like, they're not going to be able to chase you down if you rob them. So, like, your cookie store being open until... And there's, like, some older lady who's, like, the manager who's like, I'm in control of these girls. They work for me. Mm, they work for me. While she's, like, rubbing her tits on, like, the uh, cream filling. But, uh... These girls work for me. They'll be done at midnight, boyfriends. Um, no, but it's like, honestly, like, you're pretty much just asking to get robbed if you're having your cookie store open till midnight. 
You know what I mean? Um, it's just crazy to me. And also, like, there's nothing, there is nothing gayer than somebody wanting cookies that much. Like, seriously. Like, I, I understand there's people out there that are, like, addicted to sweets and shit. And luckily, I'm not addicted to sweets because God knows I'm already fucking big enough. But, uh, I don't, there's, like, seriously, to me, like, somebody who's just, like, obsessed with sweets and cookies is, like, the biggest fucking gay thing you can do. Ooh, I need a cookie now. <laughs> Look, baby, I did our taxes. Time for a cookie. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, why is a cookie a reward? I don't even, I don't, I don't like cookies that much. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I was like, you know what? Uh, I really, I just need a fucking cookie right now. You know? Um, and then, of course, there's all those girls working there. It's like, I'll bake cookies for the customers, but not for my man. I'm not baking for no man. Fuck you. Feminism, feminism is the worst. It is. I'm not cooking bacon for a I'm, I'm not baking cookies for a man. Oh, how can I help you, sir? You're a customer, so I'll bake for you. <laughs> you know? I don't I don't I don't understand cookie culture. I don't understand like the obsession with sweets. Or like some like fucking food crazy maniac running out of the store like stealing pudding. It's it's pudding, like okay. It's not that great, you know? Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't understand cookie culture at all. There's like all those baking shows where it's like some, some fucking person from like Canada who's like, I make the best cookies in Canada. And some, some fucking cheese queen from Minnesota is like, I make the best cookies in Minnesota. Or, or some fucking Midwest accent. Do you like my cookies in Minnesota? Um, I don't, I don't know. I guess people like watching the baking championships and shit. I don't get it. I don't know. I'm just not big on big on sweets, you know? Like, if someone was like, you can never have cookies, cake, pudding, or whatever ever again, I'd be like, oh, alright. But if someone was like, you can't eat chicken anymore, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> I, 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 I could go... People could be like, you can't have this, that, or that. As long as I could still have chicken, I'm good. You know? Um, I'm not... I don't really like steak that much. Burgers are fine, but like I, I, I don't fucking like hot dogs. I really don't. Um, I just don't, you know. But uh, chicken, chicken's my thing. Like if they were to ask me if I was on Singled Out, remember that show Singled Out that was awesome? If I was on the show and they were like, "Do you like chicken?" I'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> I love chicken. You can turn chicken into anything you want. Yeah, you can put sauces and shit on meat, obviously. But like, I'm talking like beef. I know I said meat, but beef." But, like, it's it's not the same. Like, you can make all kind of awesome, like, chicken marinades. You can do so many good sauces. The sauces for dipping in Minnesota. But, uh, I don't know. I've, I've just been having this image of, like, some lady from Minnesota calling herself, like, a cheese queen. I, I don't understand. I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Like, chicken's the best. Wings aren't even that great, either. Wings are cool every once in a while, but... I know people are always like, wings, 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 beer, 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 wings, <laughs> wings, wings. And it's like, it's, wings are okay. You know what I mean? They're all right. Um, I don't know. But what's your favorite, like, wing place around? Um, the wings at work aren't that bad. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I like the hangers, wings. I 
I haven't been to Wing Studs and Spuds in a couple of years, but I used to like their wings. Um, I don't think I've ever got them at Downey's house. The Craft House is, and the Craft House Stage and Grill has really good wings, and I hope to get them when I, whenever I go see the uh, Frank Zappa cover band, the Furious Bongos. I'm gonna go see them in May. Um, I'll be there later this month. I'm gonna go see Trapped at uh, the Craft House. Um, that'll be a delightful romp. I'll probably get the. Uh, they have like these smoked gouda. That's uh, like fried. It's like fried. They have like the hot pepper cheese balls or whatever they sell places. It's like that, but instead of it being pepper jack cheese, it's gouda, and it is so gouda. <laughs> That's how a, uh, a a skeleton in a classroom laughs. <laughs> but yeah, I love the craft house. Any excuse to go there, I, I would always go. Thank you. Be like, oh, we're gonna staple your head to the floor, and it's like, okay, all right. Uh, can, I, can I eat first? Can I have? A, can I eat first? I'm um, gonna go there. I usually for shows. I usually get like the buffalo chicken tacos or the uh, the smoked gouda balls. And uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really get any alcoholic beverages there. I think I did once. I couldn't tell you what it was. Because as we all know, I'm not that. I'm not that big a drinker. Oh, oh, that big of a drinker. But yeah, the the concert season's in full swing. Um, I went to. Like I said, story of the year on earlier this earlier this year. That was the first show of this year, and it was awesome. It was really good. They're really good live. Uh, I was gonna go to Umphrey's McGee on Thursday, which would have been February first, I think. I don't know February first, but I didn't. I didn't go. I, I need to focus on what I'm doing later this year. So I I didn't go. I can't just go to like every show I want to go to like I did last year. That was that was just that was out of hand. But um, so I'll be seeing a group called the Dead South here uh, next week or the week after the 13th, whatever that is. What's today? Today, the third. Yeah. So I'll be seeing the Dead South down at Stage A.E. on February 13th. The day before Valentine's Day. Look, baby, I got you a teddy bear with the chocolate melted on it. So it looks like he it looks like he messed himself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so that'll be at Stage E on the 13th. Uh, I'm going to go see Trapped at the Craft House on February 21st. Um, then I will be seeing St. Paul and the Broken Bones, which I can't fucking wait for. Um, in March. I think it's March. It's the first Saturday of March. It might be March 1st or March 2nd. March 1st, I think. But I can't wait. Anybody that wants to join me, please do. Like, that, that'll be a fucking phenomenal show. I love St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I'll be doing an episode about them sometime this year, but they're great. And if you, uh, oh, sorry, I had to, I had to sniffle a little bit. I'm not sick. I just, something happened. <laughs> I don't know, doctor. Something happened. Can you prescribe me some, uh, some smiles? Is my doctor allowed to prescribe smiles? But, um, yeah, so I'm doing that. And then, um, nothing else for a little while. And then May is that, uh, Frank Zappa cover band. And then July is the fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers at Star Lake Pavilion. Or oh, the pavilion at Star Lake. Or if you're not a fag, it's just Star Lake. Um, and then in August... What's the eighth month? <laughs> in August, I'll be seeing Creed with Three Doors Down. I can't wait for that also. And then in September, I'll be going to see Rob Zombie there. 
Um, in July, I'm going to go see a Rush cover band called Sawyer, which I've seen before, and they are excellent. Um, and I'm also, in October, I'm going to go see a Van Halen cover band at Jurgles. They're called Jump, and I'm sure they're good. Um, and that's all I really have scheduled concert-wise this year, much more tame, uh, less volume concert season. But that could change whenever, if, if you know, somebody I really, really like is coming into town. Um, like for some, I mean, I, well, there's a lot of groups that are skipping Pittsburgh this year, like a lot. Um, but Pearl Jam hasn't released their U.S. tour dates yet. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed for them because that's the last of my like top favorite bands, like top five favorite bands that I haven't seen live yet. Um, so I hope that they're coming through. And then Kings of Leon supposed to announce their tour soon. Um, so hopefully they'll come. They haven't been here since like 2017 and they canceled the show. So they, I, I don't know the last time they were actually like fulfilled their fucking duty and played their show. Um, but it's exciting. It's exciting stuff for that. Um, as you all know, I love going to concerts. Um, and I actually think that uh, Mystery Hole is going to be playing somewhere um, at the end of March. I think that that's what I was told at my place of place of home, but uh, I can confirm that, but I'm definitely going to go see them always. That of course is my brother's band. It's fucking awesome, but, uh, they are, I, I have so many fond memories of going and watching mystery hole play. It's fucking great. Um, those of you that grew up with us know they're, they're fucking awesome. But, uh, so yeah, that's like the concerts and shit that I've lined up. Um, uh, but today I'm going to do an episode on a band that I really love and a genre that I really love. Um, I love funk music. I do. Funk is my favorite style of music. It's just something about it. It's so smooth and like just it's so sexy and it fucking just like the groove hits you in the back of your neck and rushes down your spine and makes your dick dick tingle a little bit. Um, and I don't just say that I love funk to sound interesting because I am I'm I'm interesting as fuck. You look up interesting in the you in the fucking thesaurus and it's gonna tell you some other word. <laughs> You go into Bazo's thesaurus and you look up interesting, it's because they something else, you know. Uh, a lot of times I have to correct people because it's, it's just because they something else. But, um, but yeah, but I love funk music. And I don't just say that to like try to sound interesting to get my dick touched. Because um, that's not going to happen anyway. But I love it. Funk is just, I just fucking love it, you know. <clears throat> and the group I'm going to talk about today, they can, they, I, I call them funk, but they're like Afrobeat. And they're, uh, they, they, I think probably be some of the stuff can probably like dip, dip its toe in jazz a little bit, but that's just, uh, that's just the way it goes. My friend, it's just the way it goes sometimes, you know, other times I have to say that's the way it goes. And when it goes that way, that's the way it goes. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But, uh, I don't know. Work. Mad Max was so busy this afternoon. We got our fucking asses kicked. Uh, cause on Saturday afternoons, just me and the kitchen manager and like, I can fucking handle everything, but sometimes it gets real busy for just two people to do that shit. And there's this new fuck, there's this server. I don't know if I mentioned a fucking creep ass server that they hired. It's like this mid, and I, there's like a stigma against like <clears throat> middle-aged men that are servers. And some of it's probably not warranted, but nine times out of 10, it, it's some fucking creep ass motherfucker. Uh, and he's getting like real inappropriate with like the younger girls that work there. And it's just like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You know? And he's like such a fucking dickhead. And he just tries to sound like cool all the time. And he's just like, yeah, like I'm just going to like, you know, poke some holes in my umbrella and just see what happens. You know, 
I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I just don't give a fuck about my umbrella. And like stupid shit like that. Or like, it's like, oh man, like, you know how they have like sedation dentistry or sedation dentistry? Why don't they have like sedation eye appointments? <laughs> and he like asked this girl at work, like, if he's like, this dude's probably like 45 ish, I would say. And he's a fucking weird ass dude. Um, like, he comes back and always tries to like, talk about the songs, like, oh, like, air drum to the song. It's like, dude, take the food to the fucking table, you cocksucker. You know what I mean? You fucking dick sneeze. But, um, he asked the one food runner, like, the food runners at restaurants are usually, like, high school girls or high school boys. So this girl's probably 16, maybe 17. And he's coming up there, and he's like, oh, do you want me to be your principal? Like, oh, like, I could totally be, like, your principal. And it's just like, dude, like, shut the fuck up. You know, and so we were like, I was like mocking him the whole day on Thursday, which was pretty funny. And I was just like, oh, like making this like using his douche, douchey voice. And he wears like Ed Hardy jeans and his shoes have like rainbows on them. And I guess he's engaged to some girl that like used to work there, but not during the time that I was gone. Well, it was during the time that I was gone. So I never met her. But if I had to guess, this dude's definitely like a fucking grape smuggler. Um, <clears throat> Probably some kind of weird transvestite and secretly or something but uh so i was just like mocking him all day thursday during the shift and i was like i was like hey like what's your what's your blood type huh uh? hey i got an extra ticket to the garfield movie you want to come with hey i know a really good alley we could go to <laughs> like but i was uh i was just mocking this dude like for like hours on thursday um, he, of course, is too much of a fucking idiot to know that I was making fun of him. He's like, who are you, like, talking about? And I was like, oh, talking about this. <laughs> and then I, I worked at my other, like, my main job. Uh, my boy, I couldn't make any outbound calls for, like, the first two hours. Because some doctor wanted me to call him because he didn't understand why his, why his Medicare tax started getting taken out again. Uh, it's because it's the new, it's the start of a new tax season, you fucking dickhead. The doctors are such fucking cocks, but, uh, so like at work, I couldn't, I'd like email the doctor and be like, Oh, Hey, I'm having like phone issues. <laughs> Can I give you a call at like one instead of like 10 in the morning? He's like, that's fun. When really it was like, my voice was fucked up from like, <laughs> from like making fun of this fucking asshole at work all day. Um, I mean, he's just like, I don't know the Mad Max, the, I don't understand the decisions they make. Like if you go to Mad Max, like it's supposed to be like sexy, 20 to th- 20s to like mid 30s women it's supposed to be like a fun atmosphere like their mission statement is funky fresh cali mex that is mad mex's slogan and like recently they've hired like and then this is the thing like mad mex isn't the kind of place they've hired like three like older servers like 50 year old like women servers to go that's what eaton park and denny's and like fucking flickies is for like mad mex is supposed to be like a happening spot with like sexy girls slanking it and fucking make, and making it a fun atmosphere. So when you throw into the mix, like, some douched-out, like, 45-year-old guy, some older women that are just, like, limping around and can't keep up in her, the one older lady there is so fucking annoying, I want to, like, rip my rip my hair out. I don't even have any hair. Barely. But it's just, like, that's not the kind of people you should hire for that type of job, you know? Um, it's just not. I, I, it's just how, that's how the restaurant industry goes. You know, you want to drive sales, have fucking sexy girls walking around, not fucking like 
like I said, like 55 year old women that are like limping around, have no personality, bitch and moan about everything. Can't keep up. Can't run food. Can't take more than one fajita to a table at a time. And it's like some of the food running girls that were, that were there, like in my original run could take like four fajitas at once. They were fucking killing it. And these, these older ladies are like, well, I can't do it. I can't do it. And, um, I don't know. The one day this older, like older server was, was just staring at me. And I was like, do you need something? And she's like, I need a kid's brownie to go. And it's like, the process is like you grab them yourself when they're to go. And she's like, why is there a container up here? And I was like, so you can grab your fucking brownie. <laughs> I just like, I have no patience for just like whiny old, older fucking employees, you know? Um, same thing at my at my main job. There's like the lady I work with is just a fucking total worthless piece of shit and does no work. And I've gone all the way up. I've gone as high up as you can go. And they're just like, oh, okay, we'll we'll talk to her. I'm like, clearly you don't. And like the disparity is like I'll literally do like a hundred things in one day, and she'll do seven. And it's just like this is ridiculous. Hey, the decade. But um, I don't. It's just. The, the work ethic of certain people that I work with at both jobs is just unbelievable. The, the level of laziness that I witnessed at Mad Max now never would have happened like in my original run at Mad Max, ever. And it's like everybody's lazy and like everybody sucks. And it's just like, how? You know? I'm there part, I'm there 20 hours a week and I still run circles around everybody. It's nuts. It's nuts, I tell you. What's that sound? Da, da, da. It's nuts. <laughs> um, yeah, no sponsor today because I couldn't think of anything right now off the top of my head to be a funny sponsor. Um, so, yeah, but all the other sponsors are still intact. All the other fake stores and uh, fake uh, inventions and shit. You know, that's how it goes around the twist. That's how it goes around the twist. Everybody knows the twist. But yeah, but the band I'm going to talk about today that I adore, I really do. Um, it's a funk group. Like I said, they're labeled as like Afrobeat, whatever, but they're funk. Funk is my attitude. Funk is my attitude. That's an early Chili Pepper song. Funk is my attitude. Don't have an attitude, dude. Relay for life. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to talk about a band I love. I'm going to name the band, as I've been teasing for the last 21 minutes and, I don't know, eight seconds now is what the uh, the timer is telling me, is a Kebe Shakedown. I'm pretty sure I pronounced that right. I know I pronounced it right. You know why? Because I pronounced it right. Um, a Kebe Shakedown. I don't know if you're familiar, but you're going to be. Um, I'm excited for you all to get familiar with a group that I really love. Um, and like I said, I, I just, I love it. I fucking love it. And it's the kind of music, too, where, like, you can just get into a groove and just, like, I don't know, you can just kind of let your mind get into a nice, relaxed area while your body is just, like, that's what funk music does. Funk music just, like, and a lot of music does that, too. It's not just, just funk music that does that, but it just gets you into, like, a a good fucking mood. You know what I mean? And funk music is sexy. It really is. I don't want to sound like a freaking weirdo, but, be, like, funk music is sexy. It's sexy, baby. And you can come over to my place and we can be quiet. <laughs> Take off your stuff. Take it off. Tuck it in. Um, yeah. 
creepy creepy things you can say when you have when you somebody's coming over to your place. Hey, baby, yeah, I I can tuck you in. She loves it when I tuck her in. Like having dinner with a girl's parents. It's like, yeah, your daughter, you know, she loves it when I tuck her in. <laughs> I, I I paid the bill. Um, but yeah, Cabe Shakedown. Let's get into it. Zip! Yeah, so let's let's get into it. Let's talk about a Cabe Shakedown. And I, I can't. Like, I'm, I'm still looking at the Crumble Store. And it's like, how are I? I don't understand why they would need to be open until midnight. And some fucking dickhead won't pay their bill, like their phone bill, but they'll pay, they'll pay fifty dollars for fucking cookies. You know? It's like I'm not paying the electric bill, baby. Let's just fuck in the dark. Oh yeah, <laughs> or something ridiculous. Well, oh, don't pay the bill, baby. We'll just make love in the dark. We can brush our teeth in the dark. We can floss in the dark. You can make me happy with your mouth in the dark. Just don't pay the electric bill, baby. Fuck those guys, you know. Pa pa bang. But yeah, so get my shakedown. They are an awesome fucking group. They're from Brooklyn. Um. I well, so whatever. I fucking hate New York. I hate New York. Fucking bunch of dickheads. But um, yeah, they're from Brooklyn. Get a big old slice of Brooklyn slice, and everything's gonna be nice when you have a Brooklyn slice. Brooklyn slice. <laughs> Brooklyn slice is no BS. Sauce is good. We got the best cheese and bread. Sauce and sauce. Cheese and bread and sauce and sauce. Mama made the sauce. Mama made the sauce. Mama made the sauce. Yeah. Get a Brooklyn slice. It's the best. Brooklyn slice. No BS. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Get a Brooklyn slice. And Mama, she made the sauce with the Brooklyn slice. I told her, Mama, you don't make the restaurant. You don't call the restaurant BS. But she didn't get the fact. So people call and say, yo, is this a lot of BS? <clears throat> and say, yo, this is a lot of BS. And I say, yeah, it's BS. But the, the, the good part, though, is, why may make Mama, he made the choice for the big old Brooklyn slice. <laughs> Brooklyn slice is the best. <laughs> Sausage bread, no BS. <laughs> but yeah, so they're from Brooklyn, where you can get a Brooklyn slice, and Mama, she made the fucking sauce. Mama made sauce. She made sauce. <laughs> but they're from Brooklyn. They're great. Um, I've seen them live once. Um, they haven't been on, to Pittsburgh since 2013. But they're fucking phenomenal. They're, they're, their music is so cool. I do wish at some, because they don't do a lot of, um, there's not a lot of like lead guitar solos or like even riffs. Really, there's not any lead guitar solos in a lot of their songs. I wish there was a little bit more of that just because there's points, there's times when like the song definitely calls for it. Not that every song needs a solo, not that every song needs that, but there's definitely points where it's like, I really wish uh, the guitar player would have just ripped something for me a little bit right there. But they're awesome. I'm going to play a lot of their songs. Uh, um, I would really, I really wish like the Carnegie Science Center would, uh, would, would do like a, do they still do light, like laser light shows there or did, or did COVID ruin that too? 
um, since everything has to close at like eight still for some reason. Seriously, like JCPenney closes at eight. Like, what am I supposed to get my clothes, motherfucker? I'm going on a date. Boom, ching. I'm going on a date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a new shirt for my date so she doesn't think I'm as loved. And, and, and when she's. When she finds out I'm a slob, I'm ruined. I'm ruined, I tells you. You fucking chowder head. I love the old Tommy like movies where it's like, oh, you chowder head. <laughs> Although I think that was just the Three Stooges, the Three Wise Men, if you will. And you will. Um, speaking of the Science Center, like, do they do laser light shows still? I would like to go to one. Um, I know that the Roxian, um, they just did, what was it, last month they did uh, like a Pink Floyd laser show there. I, re- I, would, I should have went to that. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. There, there's certain things where it's like definitely like something I would like. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to stay home and lather my feet. <laughs> Stick my feet in lotion, I tell you. But um, I don't know. I'm being a little weird today. Uh, we laid off like a ton of people at work yesterday. So I'm a little stressed from that. So I think it's, uh, it's fueling a little bit more goofiness than usual. <laughs> Although I'm pretty fucking goofy all the time, I would say. Knock, knock on the cherry tree. He's a little bit goofy most of the time. But yeah, we just keep laying people off at work. It's, it's fucking stressful because I got to deal with it. Um, and I can I can handle it. I'm a 1985 model man. Designate him human boy. Send him to the planet to enjoy. But uh, yeah, so what was I talking about? Oh yeah, it's the Science Center. So I saw that these fucking people, these whatever they are, rich people... Um, they're changing the name from Carnegie Science Center to these people's names because they donated $65 million to the Science Center. And it's like, okay, that's nice and all, but like, why wouldn't, why couldn't that money be donated if you're those people? If you're not, like, why do you th- have to donate $65 million so they'll change the name from Carnegie Science Center to whatever their names are? It's like Jill and Bill Science Center or whatever now. Like, what are the, what's the Science Center going to fucking do with $65 million? Buy another bust of Magellan or something fucking stupid? You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. Like, couldn't that $65 million, Wouldn't your footprint in the city... Because um, that's what... Anytime somebody donates money to change a name to something, it's because they want people to know their name, like, forever. But wouldn't your footprint in the city go a lot further if, like, you donated that money to, like, useful charities? And I'm, ta- I'm not talking about all the fake ones that just, like steal your fucking money and rape people. I'm talking about like an actual charity, you know, and it's there. I mean, good, good for them. The, the science center can now, like I said, get a new bust of Magellan, get some new velvet ropes around this presentation, or maybe we can get another can of soup from Andy Warhol. Oh, he has his own museum. He's a genius. I, I would never think of anything like super a pencil. That's one of my favorite, like Homer lines. <laughs> When Homer's like, he becomes the artist and they're showing him around. He's like, wow, he's a genius. Talking about Andy Warhol. He's like, wow, he's a genius. I never could have thought of anything like super a pencil. (laughs) The Simpsons is so great. But um, but wouldn't your footprint go further if like you donated like charities and shit? Like real ones. Um, That's what I, if I had that kind of money, I would donate to like the Mary Lee Mew charity. I would donate to some kind of like, um, get underprivileged kids like into music, like get instruments, that kind of thing. I would definitely, de- I don't think it's called hockey in the hood anymore. Cause it was for a long time, 
but like the underprivileged kid, like hockey programs that they do, I would definitely donate to that. Um, certain things like that. I would definitely, you know, donate to like make the parks nicer and shit like that. Things like that that would go a lot further than having the stupid ass science center change its name to like whatever their name is, you know, and good for them. Good for them. That's fine. But I just feel like if I had that kind of money, and I don't feel, I know if I had that kind of money, I would fucking be doing shit that like would matter to actual people's lives. Not to some fucking fuck, fuck boy, divorced dad who's just like taking his kids down there because he has nothing better to do than his like scumbag new girlfriend's like, I don't want your kids around me. Give me some stuff, you know, anything like that. Um, I just feel like, like honestly, and I, I say that confidently. Like, if I, like, say for example, if like I won the lottery or something for, let's just say the amount of money that they donated, $65 million, you know, here's what I would do. I would donate to all those charities that I said I would. And what what I would do is I would buy the house I grew up in and I would get like a fully loaded Jeep Grand Cherokee, buy like the guitar I want, like do that initial splurge of shit and then live this like normally and do all kind of shit like around the community and things that actually fucking matter. I would take care of myself and make sure that I didn't, you know, fuck it up, fuck the money up, but I would do shit like that. You know how great it is for, like, younger kids to get into music and, like, playing instruments and, like, get into sports? Like, I, I say hockey because hockey is my favorite. But, like, you know, what, what what would the benefit be of, like, let's just say it's, like, a, a poor town whose, like, basketball court is caving in to, like, fixing that court up, like, giving them, like, some kind of rec center, water fountains, and, like, normal shit that, like, we take for granted when we were growing up. But, like, underprivileged communities, like, having, like, a basketball court or, like, a baseball field or even a rec center, since there's not even fucking YMCAs anymore, really, around here. Like, you know how much of a long-lasting impact that, that would have on, like, that community and those kids and everything? Um, so, I don't know. Like I said, good for them. They can do whatever they want with their fucking money, but I just feel like it could have went to a better cause than just donating money to the stupid science center, which is already has plenty of money and, and, and endowments and things like that. They don't really need the $65 million to function and continue to do what they do. And there's, there's merit in the science center. Like kids learn there. It's fun to go. There's that submarine down there. I think still people park there for concerts and shit, but like, yeah, there's definitely merit to the science center and it's good to like engage kids minds and everything. But at the same time, I think there's other things are like more, more have more value. If that makes sense. It, uh, that's what I would do with it. And I would, I, if I won the lottery, I would go to my the house I grew up in, knock on their door, and be like, here's two times the value of this house. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what I would do. And I would get it, like I said, I, I would splurge on a fully loaded Jeep Grand Cherokee. I would get the, the forest green one. And that's what I would do. And just get, like, others, like I said, like the Strat that I want, um, like a nice amp or something. But nothing, I wouldn't be buying, like, crazy shit or like solid gold lions or shit like that or like gorilla paw door handles and stuff you know but uh that, i don't know that's just the thought i had when i saw that story um one fucking david highfield's like go oh, guess what david highfield has like the biggest head and he has like eyes like fish his eyes are like too close to his the side of his face um so david highfield always makes me think of like some fucking fish or that pimp ron smiley Ron Smiley gonna stay, 
Ron Smiley, go to fuck your wife. Ron Smiley, go to stay the night. Ron Smiley. Ron Smiley. Um, I don't know. But yeah, but we're going to get into a KB Shakedown. Like I said, I love their music. And then if you're much, if you're like me, I, I put like scenarios to a lot of songs. Um, I know a lot of us do too. I mean, I'm sure everyone does, but, um, I do put scenarios to quite a few songs. So like, for example, like if there was, if I ever went missing and there was like a montage of things I did on the news or for some reason, like they did it like an in memoriam thing of me, like the penguin game or something for <laughs> if, if I, you know, died valiantly saving earth from like some asteroid or something. All of, all of the movie Armageddon, but if they were doing like an in memoriam, any any there's any kind of highlight reel of me, like in a for like a situation like that, because um, like all my like non sexual fantasies are all set to like jump by Van Halen, seriously, like if I'm winning the Stanley Cup or if I'm fucking saving a bunch of cats from drowning or something, like I want to I want jump playing in the background and all the non non sexual fantasies for actual fantasies. There's a way way different songs going on. But uh, if I was ever like, if there's ever like a montage of me on the news or like in memoriam or something, I want it set the telephone line by ELO. I really do. And like a Kebe Shakedown, like a lot of their songs, like they're just, they don't have lyrics or nothing. But like a lot of the songs like invoke like certain scenarios in my head. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. But uh, the first song I'm going to play here is off their self-titled album, a Kebe Shakedown. Um, and this song is called Tujunga. I'll probably pr- mispronounce some of the songs, but so I'm sorry about that. Not really. I don't care because you're not going to pronounce them right anyway. You don't even know about them. But uh, the first song I'm playing here is I'm going to say Tujunga by Kebe Shakedown. I hope your ears are ready because they're going to they're gonna be bumping like a squirrel outside. You drop a squirrel in a bag of, a bag of paint. You know, paint comes in bags too, you know. Um, but here it is, Tujunga by Kebe Shakedown. Love this stuff. That was a clip off of Tajunga. By Kebe Shakedown. That song makes me think of like a highlight reel of like people's bras getting snapped. <laughs> but that's how, that's how they sound. I love it. Like, it's so cool. And they're like, the way the music mixes is so awesome. Um, I just fucking love it. And so the next song I'm going to play here is Kumasi Walk. Kumasi Walk. This song's so cool.
love that guitar part. I love it. So simple, but it perfectly fits. That was a clip off of their song, Kumasi Walk. Speaking of people whose bras getting snapped, I remember in an eighth grade art class, Austin Sykes would snap Becky Peterson's bra like the entire class. It was fucking ridiculous. But yeah, Kumasi Walk was the last one. It, uh, it, this music's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Um, the next song I'm going to play here is called No Name Bar. If I had a bar, it would be called the G Spot. Because my name's Garrett. It starts with the G, and that's my spot. G Spot. a clip off of No Name Bar by Kebe Shakedown. I mean, you know how PBS plays that uh, thing that's like Pittsburgh from the Sky or whatever? I wish that it was set to this kind of music instead of like the uh, like generic Mannheim steamroller like music it's set to. Um, it'd be really fucking cool with PBS and all their liberal programming. Um, it's like, oh, this is, our, this is the play we're going to do. Um, it's about, you know, a young woman and a young man and they get divorced, and they're from different backgrounds. Um, and really, it really goes to show how diverse divorce can be. And our play is called Divorcity. Um, and here's a clip from our play, Divorcity. And with your donation of just twenty nine fifty three, because it's always some weird fucking amount, we'll send you this PPS blanket, this Burton Ernie butt plug, and this flashlight that doubles as a windshield scraper. For just twenty nine fifty three, thank you for watching PBS. We know where you live, we know what you're feeling, and we're inside your brain. PBS, pubic broom scrub, programming, publicly funded, leaning left, liberal propaganda. So here is a clip from our diverse play about divorce called Divorcity. I live in the temple, he lives in the Pueblo, she lives in the temple, I live in the Pueblo, Tampa, Pueblo, Tampa, Pueblo, let's call the whole thing off. That was a clip from Divorcity. So for your donation of just twenty nine fifty three. We'll also include this book by Norman Mailer, 
talking about his waning libido. So please donate to PBS, because the best nation on earth is donation. Won't you all become citizens? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But that's the next song I'm going to play. <laughs> the next song I'm going to play here is called In Circles. I love the song. I love them all. Or else I wouldn't play them for you. So that was a clip off the song In Circles by Kebe Shakedown. That song makes me think of like you pull up to a car wash and it's like a bunch of elephants that are spraying your car with their trunks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you pull up and it's like, hey, and they're just like spraying all kind of water. And they're just like spraying all kind of water in your car and there's like no way to pay. Like paying paying after the car wash is done is like a baffling ordeal. <laughs> I don't even know what it'd be called. It'd be called like the Tusky Elephant Car Wash or something, you know, or like the the, the feature piano key car wash anything like that but yeah i always thought it'd be funny to pull up to a car wash and it's like uh it's elephants you know it's like hey kids let's see if you can do the best pretend elephant i'll go first <laughs> i also always thought it'd be funny i think i might have said this before but remember when banks um they, they probably still do but they would send that little weird cup into your car to like send through the suction tube I would love to like put a little bird inside it and send it back into the bank and just watch them open it and like have the bird fly everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was, that was a clip off of In Circles by Kebe Shakedown. I love that song Circles by Soul Coughing. I don't need to walk around in circles. Walk around in circles, baby. Baby girl, pick it up real slow. Drop it down. Bitch, I love when you grip my clown. Bitch, I love it when you grip my clown. Storms, thunder, gripping my clown. Gripping my clown, of course, meaning a blowjob. But, um, or a handjob, but handjobs suck, you know? Uh, so the next song I'm going to play here is called The Hold Up. I think they used this on like NFL Today or something I heard recently, but this song is called The Hold Up. Oh yeah, I'm fucking Steve, okay. My name is Marty. Oh yeah, I'm fucking Steve, okay. Fucking Steve, fucking Steve. Oh yeah, I'm fucking Steve, okay.
sexy. It's so fucking sexy. was a clip off of their song the hold up zoom zoom just like subaru wasn't that subaru's uh, commercial zoom 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 baby girl we're gonna go to the flower shop i'm gonna pick you out an orchid then we're gonna go to crumble and get some 50 dollar cookies oh anybody know where i can get some expensive cookies i just want to get them for my door yeah i was talking to my door she said she needed some cookies for her friends she said, Papa, you pick up the cookies. I need them for my bridge game. I'm giving my friends a side of bacon and some crumble cookies, Father. So get the cookies and get out. This is a princess's harem. Or something stupid. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't. I, I'm sorry. I just, I just can't get over the fact that people pay that much money for a fucking cookie. It's a fucking cookie. God. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is called Tame the Beats. Love this one. I mean, like I said, I like them all. I like them all. Big, small, tall, fat, dick, I like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby girl. Baby girl's got that oochie-choo. Baby girl. Baby girl. I love that guitar riff. Clip off of Tame the Beats, TTB. Baby girl's got a big old case of TTB, Taming the Beats. Um, yeah, Um Ching Ching, of course, is when uh, the breasts are lactating. So, Baby Girl's got that Um Ching Ching. Don't go to the store for milk. She got the Um Ching Ching. She'll get us milk for us, sure. Just, you just calm down and you keep counting those batteries, okay? I need to take the batteries back to the store. I need to know how many batteries I got. You got batteries. <laughs> Baby girl's got them batteries. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is called Five Points. Love that wah. Wah, wah. Wah, wah.
that guitar is so fucking funky. That was a clip off of Five Points, and the main riff in that song is so funky, and that's not something you can teach. Like, you either have the fucking groove in your heart, in your soul, or you don't. That's why there's so many, like, people out there, like, guitar players out there that are like, yeah, they're technically proficient and incredible, but they have no fucking soul. They have no groove. They have no funk. They have no fucking, like, ability to, like, make the guitar. They can play everything a million miles an hour and be like, oh, look at me, look. But it's like they don't have the fucking, like, it's not in their heart and their soul to, like, just groove, you know? I know that probably makes me sound like some nippy hippie, but, like, it's true. Like, you can't teach somebody. That's the same thing with, like, hockey sense. Like, you can't teach somebody hockey sense. My hockey IQ and my hockey sense, and everyone, all of you motherfuckers, all you motherfuckers that know me, all you motherfuckers that know me, all you people that know me, I don't want to keep saying motherfuckers, I'm sorry. Everyone that knows me knows that my hockey sense is through the fucking roof. And you can never take that from me. There's not many things that I'm like arrogant about, but my hockey IQ and my ability to think the game of hockey is in my vision on the ice. I I am fucking I have that in spades. But uh yeah, you can't teach like groove on guitar. Like that's why like people can play, but it's just like heartless shit a lot of the time, you know? Um and that's like shredding. Like shredding's not that impressive. It's not that cool. It's not even that hard. Like the only the only shredding technique that I think is like difficult is sweeping. But like you can get around that. But like shredding, everybody can shred. Shredding's not impressive. Play me some like soulful fucking from the heart solo. I don't want to hear like some something that just sounds like a MIDI file because it's like just being played so fast. Um, that that's my philosophy on it. You know, play what fits. That, that should be everyone's philosophy. If you sit down to write a song um, and you're just like, oh, I'm going to make this sure this is hard to play, you're just like swinging your dick around, you know? Yeah, and sometimes the, the, the song calls for like an intricate guitar part or intricate, you know, things like that. But it's also sometimes you can just be like a couple of notes that make it fucking awesome, you know? Um, I don't know. But the next song I'm going to play here is called Asa Sa. It's A-S-A-S-A. So if I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Asa Love the song. Listen to that fucking chunky bass. So that was a clip off of Asasa. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is called Pepper. Pepper. 
their self-titled album, Kebe Shakedown. Simple little guitar part. That's what I'm talking about. Like playing what fits. You know? But that was a clip off of the song Pepper. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is uh, Sekonza. I think that's how you pronounce it. Sekonza. Sekonza. Have you done your prayers tonight, Sekonza? Have you said your prayers tonight, Sekonza? I don't know. Sekonza. It's going to be shakedown. Here we go. clip off of Sekonza, and that song is an example like what I was talking about, like I kind of wish like the, the, the lead guitar would have been more prevalent in that, like instead of that little horn solo, I think that would have been a perfect spot for like an awesome like pretty much like that same speed and melody and everything but like the guitar instead of like the uh, horn doing in that that particular situation. Uh, the next song player is called The Offering off their album Stone by Stone I love this song called The Offering, off their album Stone by Stone. Uh, the next song I'm play is called The Beast, off that same album. Beast. 
clip off of the song of the beast um that song just reminds me of like a like a very dreary dusty factory where like it's abandoned but like the the conveyor belt's still going and it's just like weird things on the conveyor belt <laughs> i don't know this song song's called road song love this song this songs i love this song is so cool i love this song song to play like during the credits of my funeral <laughs> you know how like in movies when they play a show like the cast while like the end of the movie it's like so and so played this like i want that song to be playing while they're doing that for my my life <laughs> my thing but uh the next song i'm gonna play here is off that same album stone by stone this song's called by hook or by crook restart it for you Richard. by hook or by crook Thank you. 
was a song by them called By Hook or By Crook. And I restarted the song. Um, I don't know. I, when I'm driving around, I'm like uh, cruising and just cruising. I'm just cruising with my zipper, my zipper open. What did you bring him to jail for? Why, sir, he had his zipper open on the free highway. Kind of put the highway first. But no, like if I'm driving around, like say if I pull in the, in the driveway and it's a song I really love. And it's like halfway done. I'll restart it and listen to it the whole way in the driveway. You know? That's what I like to do. I just love driving around listening to music. I really do. One of the best things you do. Especially if you can do it with somebody in your car with you that you know, like loves the music as much as you do. What's better than that? You know? Oh, Mama, you know, she she had that old Volvo that she got from Uncle Grecky. Uncle Grecky down at uh, Stone Lecture Plumbing. Um, yeah, she beat that Volvo up driving back and forth from her job at the, uh, at the, the grocery store and her, her part-time job at that Dress for Less store. Ross! She used to have to fold the jeans and her hands were so brittle from those, from the denim that she just, she just couldn't do her stitching anymore. And, uh, yeah, so Mama, she beat that Volvo up. She would put it in park, and she would put it in reverse, and then neutral, and she just had to park the Volvo outside of the house so the police would know she was okay. So Mama, she when she get home from the denim, she she had to do the choice. They demanded choice. They extorted my mother for choice. <laughs> but the next song, she would put. She would put that car in park like you wouldn't believe. We pull up to Kmart, park. We go to we go to the, the restaurant, park. We go to the Butler County Fair, and Mama said, guess what? And I said, what? She said, park. And then we, <laughs> oh, she can, I miss my ma. She can put that car in neutral, and then she can put it in drive. She didn't have to drive a stick. She was in control. Mama was in control and independent. That's why she had to make a choice. Um, but the next song I'll play here is Last Stand. Stone. Uncle Grecky. Ma. Father Benevincentiano. The whole cast of Mama Made a Swords. Brada, 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 brada. Uncle Grecky. Mama Made a Swords. Mama Made a Swords. Uncle Grecky. Stern Lecture Plumbing. I told you not to flush. Put pens in the toilet. Flushing pens down the toilet. Uncle Ricky! Uncle Ricky! I'm sorry. <laughs> Uncle Ricky! So that was a clip off of Last Stand, and that's not the uh, third X-Men movie, which is one of the most garbage movies ever made. X-Men The Last Stand is like one of the worst movies ever. Um, the next song I'm going to play here is called Cover Your Tracks. I love that groove. 
God, I love that. That was a song called Cover Your Tracks. That's what I think about the whole railroad industry. They should cover their tracks. I'm Bernie Sanders, and this is my friend, Ron Smiley. <laughs> Ron Smiley gonna fuck your wife. Ron Smiley gonna stay the night. But yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a song called Cover Your Tracks. Oh, no, look, Target just closed, and all the employees are coming out. Oh, it was a long shift at Target. You know, and I'm going to go home and beat off the reruns of Mama's Family and wear my cat ears. Fucking creep. Like, if some dude's... This dude's wearing cat ears. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, if a dude's wearing cat ears, like, he deserves to get his ass beat. Like, when girls wear cat ears, it's part of their charm, whatever. But, like, when a dude's wearing cat ears, like, get the fuck out of my... Off my planet. You fucking fuck. You fucking dick sneeze. Fucking wearing cat ears. You know what I mean? Like, what what, what has happened to men? I, I, I don't get it. The next song I'm play is called Dram. The song's awesome. a clip off of Dram, author album Stone by Stone. Uh, the next song to play is called Hard Stepping. Gotta step hard. Thank <laughs> you. 
That was a clip off of Hard Steppin'. Baby, beep, beep, from Hard Steppin'. Baby, go captive, Hard Steppin'. Fit those feet in the shoes. Give those boys all the blues. Uh, next song player is called Afro Fred. Off the album, Hard Steppin'. This song makes me think of a bunch of ATMs just like spewing out money. clip off of Afro Fred. Hi, what's your name? My name is Afro Fred. I don't make the bed. My paint made of lead. My favorite color's bread. Green for money. I want my bread. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is called Supermoon off the album Way Home. This is definitely like a cowboy fight. But in the future, and they're all like robotic horses. Um, the next song I'm to play here is off that same album, The Way Home. This one's called Blue Giant. This song is like a bunch of fucking dolphins in a sauna. baseline. Holy shit. Clip off of Blue Giant off their album The Way Home. Uh, the next thing song I'm gonna play here is called Assassin. 
Clip off the song Assassin. If that song doesn't make you think of dancing on top of a volcano with your favorite lady, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> Get in the house! Next song I'm play here is called Brush Fire. Brush Fire! Fire! I am the god of hellfire and I bring you fire! Listen to this song. Listen to this fucking song. Listen to that. So that was a clip off of Brush Fire. That'd be a cool name for like a painting, like a painting supply store. Brush Fire. Brush fryer, stroke your genius or whatever. Stroke your way or something like that. Brush fryer, paint supplier, stroke your way. Uh, the next song to play is called The Ally. clip off of their song The Ally from their album The Way Home. Uh, the next song to play here is off their most recent album, which I believe was 2021. Could have been 2022. But that album is called Kings Left Behind, and this song is called Not Another Drop. Not Another Drop. 
Said the floor to the rain, not another drop. Or the ground. Said the ground to the rain, not another drop. a clip off their song not another drop said the ground to the rain not another drop <laughs> oh do you know where my daughter is i don't want any more raindrops to hit her head my daughter you got a sensitive skull our uh, next song player is called unqualified which is what 99 percent of people are at their jobs love this song off their song unqualified like i said 99 percent of people are unqualified at their fucking job you come to work you sit down and you do it that's what we did in the old neighborhood me and uncle grecky and everyone else you, you show up and you do it that's what you did back then that's what you did back then fuck you new york guy <laughs> In the old neighborhood, we did what we had to do. You don't mess with the neighborhood. You know, you don't get your dick in a tire over every little thing. You know, that's what you did. That's how we did it. <laughs> I don't even fucking know what I'm talking about. Uh, the next song, <laughs> the next song I'm going to play here is called "The Witness." Uh, "Witness" is a very good movie by Harrison Ford, by the way. Oh yeah, listen to that. You ever just put mayonnaise in your pillow and squash it?
was a clip off of the song The Witness. Uh, do you ever just kiss your pillow and imagine it's one of the little rascals? It's probably something that a fucking pervert at work would say. I hate that fucking guy. Patrick. If you ever go into Mad Max Robinson and your server is Patrick, ask for somebody else. Because that dude's a fucking pervert. Uh, the next song I want to play here is called Hammer to Anvil. the clip off of their song called Hammer Into Anvil off their album Kings Left Behind. Hammer Into Anvil um, sounds like some stupid trendy restaurant. It's like, this is my restaurant the fig in the jar. Or this is my restaurant ghost parts. Or this is my restaurant the, wi- the wing and the the wing and the leaf or something's fucking stupid. It's like, you know what I would call my restaurant? The logo would have a, it would be a mouth, a big mouth that was open and the restaurant would just be called Food Goes Here. And it would point to the mouth. Not, oh, this is our restaurant, the Fig and Jar. We locally source our tables. And our water is, is from is from the Monongahela. Um, our, our, our menus are all on rocks, etched into stone, like our philosophy to serve you shitty food at the Fig and Jar. Your waiter will be here to seat you at your table, which are picnic tables that have coloring books on them. Adult coloring books with adult situations, erotic coloring books, and we don't give you crayons, we give you colored pencils at the fig and jar. Won't you come down and join us at our shitty fucking restaurant? We'll overcharge you for figs, and we'll overcharge you for drinks, and you'll have a server named Monty, who you don't know if he's from Italy or if he's from Spain. But he's definitely wearing corduroy. And oh yeah, did I forget to mention his name's Monty? And his shirt is a mirror, so you can see what you look like when you're ordering your food. At the Fig and Jar, VF and J, on the corner of East and St. Street, on North Avenue, on South Cul-de-Sac. We are the Fig and Jar. Part of our proceeds go to fixing mouse pads and fighting broken mouse pads at the Fig and Jar. The next song <laughs> The next song I want to play here. Doesn't it doesn't ha- doesn't hammer into Anvil like the song title sound like one of those dickhead restaurants? Um and your server has like ten ponytails. Like get the fuck out of here. And a tweed belt. 
He's probably, he's probably wearing a name tag that says, like, Citizen of Earth. But here's the next song we're going to play. This one's called No Going Back. clip off of their song no going back off their like i said most recent album i believe it's 2022 if i in my if i'm focusing and thinking and i am you know <laughs> but yeah that was the kebe shakedown thank you for listening i always appreciate it i hope that inspires you to go listen to some of their stuff um i played a lot of their songs but there's a lot you didn't hear i'm gonna play 29 of their songs that's a lot that's a lot of songs for your ears eh, eh. But yeah, thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Um, I don't know what the next episode will be, but it definitely will not take as long as it did in between episodes um, for that. As we, uh, yeah. But do yourself a favor. Tell your loved ones that you love them and let people know how you feel about them because the way the world is now, who the fuck knows? Um, But I'm going to go over to Walmart here and sneeze in the bras. So I'll see you later. And as always... Keep shaking those motherfucking knees, bitch. Zip!